culture lovers. This is Jules, your host of the All Things Iceland podcast. Welcome to this week's episode. I sat down with Altis Amma Hamilton, who is half African American and half Icelandic, to chat about what it is like living in Iceland as a person of color. Altis is a working actor and flight attendant in the country, as well as her and her friend were the first people of color in Iceland to be admitted to and graduate from the country's National Academy of Theater. It was fascinating to chat with her about her experience growing up with physical features that are different than what you typically associate with being Icelandic. Altis was so pleasant to chat with. Even though this was my first time meeting her, the conversation flowed like two friends just chatting about life. At the end, she shares a few funny Icelandic idioms, so stay tuned to hear them and to learn some more about Icelandic. I hope you enjoy listening to this interview. I release a new podcast episode every week. Make sure you're subscribed so you don't miss them. Before this interview starts, I would like to give a shout out to one of the reviewers of the podcast. Berkeley Nerd wrote the following on iTunes. This was my first winter and I survived. I'm aware of spikes on my shoes and yes, coffee for the win. Great podcast. Thank you, Berkeley Nerd, for leaving that review, specifically about how to survive an Icelandic winter, which is an episode that I did a little earlier on, and I'll link to that in the show notes so you can, so you can check it out. After the interview, if the platform you're listening to this podcast on allows you to leave a review, please do so if you haven't already. You might end up getting a shout-out in one of the episodes. Go the skemtun, og schaumst flötlega. Out this. <laughs> Thank you for sitting down, taking some time to chat with me about this fascinating topic, which is basically your existence. Right? As a, <laughs> so as fascinating, a, yes, really. <laughs> as a person in Iceland who is of mixed race. Yeah. So I appreciate you, you know, kind of sharing your experience with everybody here today. Thank you. I appreciate you contacting me as well. So my pleasure. It's a win-win. Yeah, absolutely. So we'll just kind of jump right into probably the most obvious question, which is you being half African-American, half Icelandic, what has it been like growing up as a mixed race person in Iceland? Super nice, to be honest, at least in like my experience, I do feel like people with similar backgrounds have different stories for me. Yeah. And I kind of just realized that a few years ago when I was actually talking about this myself, I think I made a status on Facebook or something mm -hmm. in regard to like my experience here uh, or if there was an interview, I can't remember. But a lot of people are like, yeah, that's definitely not my experience. Mm. So speaking for myself and hopefully others, I've had in terms of like skin color or race, I've had nothing but a pleasant okay. experience here in Iceland. And I mean, I've I moved here at, uh, three years old. Yeah. Okay. I only spoke German at the time. Interesting. <laughs> yeah. Moved from Germany. I mean, even then, I was the only dark-skinned kid at my kindergarten. Yeah. And I, I have, like, the, my first memory, actually, in my life, I think, is standing there and looking at all these, like, white faces, 
talking together and my mom had actually like spoken Icelandic to me growing up so I understood them but I could not for the life of me reply in Icelandic yeah. and remember that's the only thing I was like this is so frustrating because yeah. I can understand you guys but I just like wish I could talk back yeah. uh, next memory just like running around like with all the other kids no one ever kind of commenting on anything yeah, so okay. yeah well, that's nice I yeah mean, definitely do you have any friends that had different stories meaning like different experiences yeah i do now uh i met my when i um when i was six and went to elementary school there was actually one of my classmates who's my like best friend today yeah i have a few but she's from she's half from the philippines okay i think she's had a very similar experience to me but then in second grade we had a third like foreign friend yeah. come in <laughs> she was from new york as well uh she's haitian american okay and I think she, like, she's had, like, kind of both worlds. Mm. Her experience hasn't been as kind of laid back as ours, I think. Yeah. But I'm not going to speak for her, but I feel like that's kind of what she's told me through the years. Right, okay. Because um, your mom, mm-hmm. who is Alta, who I interviewed previously, um, she'd mentioned something about, like, a kid calling you a name once. Do you remember this? <laughs> This experience. Yeah, okay. I honestly, I in, in my opinion, that was less... I would never, ever go so far as to call that racism. Okay. Because that's one of the things, like... Because it only happened once, it was obviously not something that he felt. It was just something that kids do sometimes. Yeah. Kids just find a way to make you feel uncomfortable or, like... And it, the situation was that I came into a room full of boys mm. and they were all from a grade above me and i walked in and i thought like my friends were there so it was, it was kind of embarrassing because we were not definitely not friends and one of them said oh yeah only whites allowed or wow. something like that yeah and he i think what he meant wasn't necessarily because you are black you're not allowed it was yeah. basically just, you are different mm. and we just us boys want to hang out and you're not welcome here. Yeah. So it was kind of like no girls allowed. Yeah. And I left the room and found my friends and I told them about it. And like, we were like, oh, that's so lame. Boys yeah. are so lame. God. <laughs> and I like in passing, I think I told a teacher. Yeah. And I felt like the school handled it. Like looking back, the school handled it quite nicely. My mother was called after school and his parents were contacted. And that poor guy poor boy like he had such a difficult childhood himself mm. way worse than i could ever have had yeah so he was just going through a rough time so he picks out the weakest link yeah just picks out what made me different and he used it against me yeah. hurt and it, people hurt people right? that's the thing yeah. and in the end he was the one crying asking for forgiveness wow. and i was standing there the only one completely unaffected by the whole incident <laughs> my mom was livid like the school was so like shocked yeah. he was crying his parents were so apologetic and i'm like i still don't get what the big deal is yeah. <laughs> well thankfully you were in a place like young enough that's the thing that you weren't really conscious of it right because no. at an age now if someone said to you only whites you'd be like it hits deeper because you're unaware of like social injustice or discriminatory behaviors and stuff like that i mean it would have been different had he been older as well yeah true he was at that he was seven i was six yeah so we were quite young he had no idea what was going on and there were very few dark people back then it was in 97 yeah and i remember honestly i remember seeing the like because um i don't really have any memories of my uh, my father biological father okay who is black? 
So I actually remember meeting a black man for the first time mm. in the memory, and I was scared shitless, to be honest. Yeah. Because he was very different from anything I had ever met. Right, yeah. So I was just like, I remember him being so, like, his voice was really deep, and he was like, he looked so different from all the other Icelandic people, and I was yeah. like, who is this man? Interesting. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So in a way, I feel like I can definitely relate to people just being, there's a difference between just being ignorant and being a racist. Yeah. And I think a lot of Icelandic people are just very ignorant. Yeah, absolutely. I was. Yeah. And I I just, as a personal reference, like when I'm in the supermarket sometimes mm-hmm. in Moso, which there are not a lot of people of color out there. No, definitely not. I've seen like little kids, literally their jaws open <laughs> as I'm walking in the store. Yeah. And I'm like, do they think I'm like walking chocolate or something? You know, like you don't know what's going through what a, a child. What a dream though. <laughs> it's like, well, you don't like, want to be bitten by a child. And it's just fascinating that way. And also, like, I send to people, I don't know if they always notice it, but they like to stare. They stare at everything. Yeah, they do stare at everything. And I had, I had to learn how not to take that. Exactly. Personally, because they literally are staring at each other, they're staring at you. Sometimes they're not staring at anything and, and bump into you. You know what I mean? It's like, it's a very strange place, this, this country sometimes. We don't really know social etiquette the way I feel like especially American students. Yeah. Like, we don't say, excuse me, I'm sorry. Yeah. If you bump into someone, you just, like, move. Yeah. Uh, excuse me. Like, you can say, like, I'm coming through. Uh, do you mind? But you don't really go, sorry, sorry, please. Right. Yeah. So I feel like it's the same with the staring. Like, you yeah. just stare. <laughs> so you assume, and when you're already other, of right? Course. That they're staring because you're other. Mm-hmm. Or they're, you know, hitting you because of discriminatory behavior. Like, it's, a, it's you yeah. know, and not say that that couldn't happen, but I think here, yeah, exactly. But here, I think usually <laughs> there's a good chance that someone's just kind of being Icelandic in their weird way. Yeah, and in my experience, I feel like I've had more like compliments on my skin mm. and being different. Yeah, because I mean, Icelanders in general, they all look very alike. Yeah, and it's the same like people from Asia. They often like white people often say, <laughs> "Sorry, I'm I'm like being so on PC," but. <laughs> I don't know, but it feels like people often say like, oh, I think all Asians, they look the same. Yeah, which is terrible. Which is terrible, but it works both ways, actually. Mm. And if you would look at the Icelandic nation yeah. 50 years ago, you would definitely say every single person here must be from the same parents. Because, mm. I mean, everyone has kind of light brownish hair, very light skin, greenish, bluish eyes. Yeah. I mean, the features are very similar. And now in recent years, we've had like a lot more people coming from abroad, even just Scandinavian people. Mm-hmm. And I mean, it's, so it's all mixed now. And like, the Icelanders do look very different. But your average Icelander still is going to look the same as yeah. the average Icelander did 50 years ago. So I feel like people have always been like, oh, I wish I had curls. I wish I had like your dark eyes yeah. or... Like, now there's a fat going with thick lips. People are like, I oh envy God. you. Like, we have people here putting stuff in their lips oh or whatever. Yeah. You know? So, I feel like... It, the Kylie Jenners of Iceland or something. The Kylie Jenners of Iceland. <laughs> so, I mean, in my experience, it's been very positive. Yeah. But I guess mainly because of opening yourself to the world, right? So, yeah. Iceland is becoming more, like... People are traveling more often. Definitely. They're going places. Media, social media, whether it's on, you know, Instagram or Facebook. Because... I feel like Facebook is Iceland's social media platform of choice, at least, for connecting with people. Yeah, but very recently, though. I mean, it was Facebook for the longest time, but definitely Instagram. Isn't Instagram just taking over everywhere? I don't know. Well, Facebook and Instagram are owned by 
Facebook. So oh yeah, well <laughs> there you go. Exactly. <laughs> so um, you kind of answered my question about encountering racism. So you technically did encounter something that would, from a lot of people, be quite hurtful or shocking, but you took it very differently because you were young. And also, mm-hmm. it was handled quite well, and that's yeah. that's great. That like they're all the that's adults the important involved, factor here. right? Exactly, were took care of it so yeah. that you're protected as you grow up. And this kid learned a lesson very early, very early that this is not okay. Yeah, and as I say, it definitely did not come from a racist place. Yeah, but I think the only other comment that may have like it wasn't to me; it was to my mom, and I think she mm-hmm. had those comments maybe a little bit more. Okay. Was oh, is she adopted? Because oh. as I said, like my father wasn't here, they uh, split quite early on, and we moved to Iceland just on our own. Okay. And she was like alone with me, who was, and we do not look anything alike. Like you have seen my mother; yeah. she's very different from me. Yeah. Like I have his features quite a lot. Yeah. So people would ask like, "Oh, oh that's so sweet. Is she adopted?" And she would have to be like, "No. Like, I actually <laughs> carried her for nine months. Yeah. I went through that whole thing. <laughs> you will not take that away from me." Interesting. I think that might have been like, I think maybe some parents actually go through that back in the day at least. I think that could be kind of hurtful. Yeah. But then again, like my friend, another one of my friends, she looks exactly like a mom, just dark. So mm, interesting, yeah. So it could also just be that I don't look like my mom at all. So yeah. it might be a fair question. Genetic know? lottery. Yeah. yeah. But now you just wouldn't ask. Back in the day, no one felt like it was rude to ask. Just right. like now you don't ask a woman if she's pregnant or not. Right. But Probably back in the day, people thought that was absolutely fine. <laughs> Rubbing bellies. It's like, yeah. I'm just fat. <laughs> yeah, because I'm cutting your hair. Like, now you yeah. know it's not okay. Yeah. You must go through that. Yeah, sometimes. I keep my hair up a lot, to be honest. Just okay. because, A, I don't want to deal with the questions and the touching and whatever else. Yeah, so. really? But also because it's easier. It's cold here. So my hair is not too fond of being cold all the yeah, time. Yeah, exactly. break off more easily. So. Mm-hmm. And as a flight attendant mm-hmm. for an Icelandic airline... You obviously encounter a lot of people, especially since Iceland is booming and tons of people are using Icelandic airlines. Mm -hmm. Are people surprised to hear that you are Icelandic? Yeah, very. If I've ever had comments in my life that actually pissed me off, it would be from foreigners. Really? Yeah. (laughs) To be honest. Give us some examples. What do these people say? Oh, okay. Hang on one second. I'm just going to fix that door because it's bothering me. But I feel like Icelanders, they don't care at all. Like... They grew accustomed to it so quickly to have people from different races and different like skin tones. But the foreigners coming here obviously have an image. Mm. So they'll often go like, so where are you from? And it's also my accent. It's not very Icelandic. It's not very typically Icelandic. Yeah. But they'll go like, so where are you from? I'll be Iceland. You don't look like an Icelander. Mm. Like I'm lying. And yeah. I'm like, it's a very hurtful thing. It, it's, yeah, I mean... Probably, like, if I had a worse experience, it would be more hurtful. But I just think it's one of those... It's obviously not a mean comment. Right. You know, and it's often from maybe people who are a bit older. Mm, okay. Yeah, so maybe not as much, like, on social media, not as aware of how just, like, the world has kind of moved from everyone looking the same in certain places, and now just people are mixing a lot more. Yeah, exactly. So I feel like, yeah, older people who are maybe traveling through, like, actually, we have a lot of people just, like, tr- uh, transit passengers. Okay. So they have no... They don't really know anything about Iceland. They're not actually going to Iceland, just going through Iceland. Okay. So they'll be, like, bored, and they'll just be like, oh, I'm going to chat to the flight attendant. Yeah. Like, since I'm just here, like, what's Iceland like? And I'm like, okay, so you are Icelandic. Mm. Really? 
And they keep being like, where are you really from? Yeah, the, one of those. Like, yeah. yeah, I do. I mean, yeah, I do. Some people actually say that, but still, it's because we're such a small nation. Yeah. I feel like it went very quickly from, no, where are you really from to, so your name, for example. Mm. That's a bit foreign. You yeah. know, there, I think there's a really quick to catch on. Yeah, exactly. Which I'm mean, like, fair enough. You know, you want to ask questions. You are curious. I think it's nice to be curious about yeah. people. If you're indifferent about everybody, I mean, that's not great, neither. No. You know? But as long as you're polite. As long as you're polite. And I mean, if you're not polite enough, if, if I say, you know, I didn't think that was actually like really nice to say. Yeah. They'll be like, I'm sorry, that's not what I meant. Okay. I'm so sorry. And they'll learn from that. So you're direct with people if you I feel like they're, they're make, trying to make you uncomfortable. Or yeah, dangerous. I'm not direct in the way like I'm standoffish. Right, yeah. It's just like kind of, you just... You just gotta kind of guide people hmm. into it, because also if you just shut down or if you go like that's racist, yeah, people are gonna like they're gonna go shut down as well. Right, and that's just a really bad environment to be in. And it's that's not a way to help them learn. It's not a conversation then. Yeah, exactly. Definitely, not. you're ending that conversation. And right. How are people gonna learn if they can never just like yeah. ask questions? That's true. Mm-hmm. Well, that's good that you're open to it at least. I think. And most of us are. Yeah. Here. Well, most people want to be. Yeah. But okay. it depends, you know, I think on, again, I was telling you about the Black People of Iceland group. You know, it's, it can vary so much people's experiences yeah. that if you get it too much where it feels negative or you're not as open to it, then of course your reaction is going to be maybe more harsh to exactly. it. Because it's it's been something you're dealing with over and over again, but you've had a great experience. So it's your attitude is like well all right yeah you know i'll humor you with this <laughs> exactly <laughs> and see where it goes as and they're just, it's, nice. it comes from a genuinely like place of interest like they are yeah. really interested in you yeah i i mean and i'm also quite happy that the company has a very strict policy that they updated a few i think years ago in terms of like harassment racism mm. uh, religion and such they have a really strict policy so if i ever feel like someone is actually being a bit racist or something yeah. i can notify them and i know it will be handled super professionally that's awesome that is awesome and I, like, like the same thing with the school back in the day i feel like in general institutions and just like icelanders are quite aware that they want to be nice people yeah yeah so you know i think and also i mean this history of iceland is so different from example the history of america yes. in terms of like people of color there yeah, absolutely so here there isn't this tension it's as, as i say it is just plain ignorance yeah. like asking someone who's from the states who has like their whole life had to be on guard mm-hmm. and then they come here and someone asks a question that's from a completely different place but the same question i can imagine that being hurtful yeah so it's like you kind of have to also realize that you are now in a completely different mentality yes i agree with that yeah and just coming from the states i do feel different here when people ask me because it's because of the history like you were Mm -hmm. saying like I and it it might be just because I'm just harboring a lot of bias you know so it's nice Mm. to come to a place where it's like well they don't really know a ton or they've not had an interaction with a lot of people of color so it is really different and I've also been accepted no matter what so like my husband's family for instance there's never been a hesitation of whether or not like it's fine for me to be here or I'm part of the family I just am part of the family you know whereas like in the U.S., if I were dating someone who is not within my race, there's always the question of if it's okay, if they're racist family members, wow. you know? Like, wow. you always have to, like, prepare yourself. And yeah. even my family would ask me, like, so, I mean, are you sure about this? You know, just because of having... Because they're kind of scared for me. Yeah, you. they're scared for me. And, like, whether, you know, it, 
my family getting to know people in Iceland, it's mm-hmm. that worry is like melted away. So it's like it's very it's nice, right? Yeah, yeah. to be in a place where you feel like okay, yeah, there can be ignorance, but at the same time, there's a lot of space for sharing and, and openness mm-hmm. and a safe space most of the time. I mean, yeah. this obviously happens that people are racist. Like we don't want to discount that at all. I mean, people think that you're They're coming to everywhere. this. Yeah, this is not some utopia where people no. are just like. Oh, you're great. You're different. Everyone discriminates against somebody, someplace, Definitely. somehow, right? We all do it. Yeah, but um, I just found it. It's very different here how it happens in Iceland, or at least from my experience and from your experience mm-hmm. too. And maybe we're just very lucky. Who knows? That's another thing. You know, so it, I am um, starting to feel like men get it worse than mm. women in Iceland. I don't know, like, I haven't done a study on this, so I, this is definitely just something that from, like, my friends, my guy friends, and right. my girlfriends who are, like, uh, mixed. Right. It does, like, not just black, like, just, like, mixed in general. Like, yeah. I feel like looks count a lot. Mm, okay. Sex and looks count a lot. So if you're, like, a handsome guy, mm-hmm. you may have it easier than someone who's traditionally very different from... The Icelandic standard of beauty. Same mm-hmm. goes for women. Yeah. So I think in terms of that, like I do think Icelanders are kind of like occupied with looks. Mm, so image bias. Yeah, there's a huge yeah. image bias. People do like we all have, and I say we because I'm the same. <laughs> <laughs> Being the Icelander that I am, yeah. you know, we do kind of like we decorate our homes the same. We kind of dress the same. You came in here and I was like, I'm sorry for the mess. I mean, I've been to foreign <laughs> friends and they're like. They would never, like, if it's not literally yeah. upside down, they'd be like, yeah, come on in. Yeah. I feel like we're really, like, we put on a show in our daily lives, the way we dress, makeup, especially on social media. Yeah. There are so many, there are so many bloggers and Instagram, whatever, like, some things here in this small country. Yeah. Like, social media is huge because everyone's keeping tabs on everyone. <laughs> So that's why I think like looks really do help you through life in Iceland, yeah, and that's okay. also why if you have received like a lot of racism, it's maybe because you do not fit that standard mm, as much. Just really messed up. Because I'm really light. Yeah. I'm crazy light, and like I have a tan now, and I'm like still super light to like even my mixed friends. Yeah, interesting. Right. Yeah, and I also do think it matters where you are from. So like my dad's African American, but. I think people maybe from certain Asian countries do have it harder. Because mm. there was a huge, like, there came, like, a, a large Asian population came into the country back in, like, the 70s with the uh, Vietnamese yeah. war and yep. such. So, I mean, that every time that happens, wherever in the world, I feel like that group always gets discriminated against. Yeah. They don't necessarily want to be there, neither. Right. So it just becomes kind of difficult. You're not there on your own terms. Like, right. you moving here or us moving here is very different, just, like, my mom's Icelandic, so she just like, yeah, like this is my daughter. She's exactly. an Icelander. We have an Icelandic family. You have your husband. You're moving here. Like I'm looking for opportunities. Right. But it's very different when you like you come here. You may be unhappy. You don't really. Your first priority is not just like integrating into society. Right. And I feel like those groups kind of and their like first generation or second generation children, they may have had a harder time. Yeah, absolutely. And yeah, mixing of cultures and all that. Yeah. Very difficult, yeah. especially like in this this very small community. And the language is like a huge yeah. thing here. You Tell must, me about yeah, it. Yeah. You must know that. I'm trying. It's it's um it's a struggle. I'm on the struggle bus a yeah. bit all, sometimes, but But you're driving. Yeah, I'm driving the struggle bus. <laughs> yes, I can get off of it, but I enjoy it. So yeah. yeah. 
to a degree. I mean, yeah. I, you know, take my breaks from it. But yes, yeah. do not get off it. Yeah. I think in the end, like every foreigner who comes here, if they can get a pretty decent grip of the language, it makes life so much yeah. easier. Absolutely. And I, I feel that the more I learn, the more I feel more part of, you know, right? when I first came, I was like, oh yeah, I feel really, you know, uh, accepted. Mm-hmm. But then you're at parties and people are speaking Icelandic yeah. and you're like, damn, I don't know what the hell you're talking about. Exactly. You know, like, and you just feel left out and not even... It's like a purposeful thing, no. but yeah. I think it's also, even if you don't, because I mean, everyone here understands English. Yeah. So even if you can just understand, I mean, understanding right. is easier than actually speaking and pronouncing things. Tell me about it. Yeah. So <laughs> even if you just understand what people are saying, you can reply in English. Yeah. That's so that's why I feel like people should definitely not give up if they want to stay here and not be discriminated against. It's going to be a language thing. Yeah. True. More so than looks. Especially since Icelandic people are so proud of their language. Very proud of language. <laughs> <laughs> so then this kind of feeds into the next question. Do you feel like Icelandic society accepts people of mixed race who have grown up in the country as Icelanders or are they still considered as other? No, I do think Iceland today definitely accepts okay as i said like my friends and i actually talk about like we can remember just like because i was telling you like i'm surprised if i don't know every single person person of color color here i actually feel like i should know this person but the fact is that now there are so many people that are different like so many kids like you go to school now and you'll see three or four kids that have like a tan tan skin or dark skin in each class back in the day like one. <laughs> the funny thing is like now looking back actually that there were three of us in my class mm. and nobody in the other class wow. there were two classes of the same like age and i like think back i have no like i have no proof or anything but we just discussed it one time like <laughs> we were all put together in mm. the class Maybe they thought, like, these girls might have it harder on their own. Let's yeah. put them together. But that's good, though, right? Which is beautiful. And we actually did have a lot of foreigners. Not dark foreigners. Okay. Like, Scandinavian foreigners in my class. Interesting. So maybe they thought, like, worst case scenario, they can hang out. <laughs> <laughs> but it was a worst case scenario. Okay. I mean, I'm still, like, I, I'm still best friends with girls from my kindergarten. Yeah. It's awesome. Yeah. So I feel like, no, as long as you speak the language... You understand the culture and you're part of it. Mm-hmm. It does not matter what you look like at okay. all, okay. in my personal opinion. If it does, it's going to yeah. be these one-on-one assholes. Do you think that if someone's coming in who didn't grow up but looks different, learns the language, mm-hmm. would they ever be considered as Icelandic? You mean they learn the language but have an accent maybe or something? Or, like I mean, maybe they can mimic well, but they are just they just look different and they didn't grow up with all of the kind of you know Icelandic... Um, Nuances. So, yeah, social yeah. aspects and stuff like that. No, I think if you can actually get a hold of the language quite well. Yeah. Uh, again, like, I don't think looks actually will make you... I don't think people will reject you as being Icelander anymore mm, based okay. on looks. So it used to be a thing. I mean, I, I probably. Yeah. yeah. Honestly, like, as I said, like, I haven't necessarily felt it, but my friends have. Okay. We're about 30 now. So yeah. they felt like maybe back in the day, especially the guy friends, yeah. and especially our parenting sports. Mm. And I mean, sports, I feel like anything will fly in sports. Right. People will say that, like, the meanest, nastiest the nastiest things yeah. in sports and get away with it. Like, you couldn't say it in the street, but you will they say They still do that now in, like, football matches. Isn't that right? right? I mean, people who would never say it in the street, they get heated, they have a few beers, yeah. and they just say the first thing that comes to their mind, which is 
as the children do, what makes this person different? Right. What could be the weak spot? Okay, yeah. Mm-hmm. You look different from the others. I'm going to use that one against you. Right, exactly. So I feel like in terms of looks, that's the only place where I do not have maybe enough experience to speak for. But yeah. my friends have told me that they've been called all these. Wow. Yep, and like nasty things. Yeah, okay. And they are darker than I am too. Like they have like So there could be hair. a... Yeah, yeah, a bit of, And I you have know, like more of a Hispanic thing going. Yeah. <laughs> Weirdest thing. So, like, uh, some colorism, essentially. Like, Probably, you know, yeah. and that happens, actually, in a lot of places mm-hmm. where there's favoritism for a lighter-skinned person over a darker-skinned yeah. person. And that is, unfortunate, messed up on so many levels. Definitely. Because it's, it's not even necessary. But then again, like... In Icelandic society, there used to be people with lighter skin, so maybe it's an easier transition for them, or they're just seeing it on social media too, like and, or media in general, because that does awesome. get projected. That often, is true, right? Like we so, quite a lot now. yeah, and it's. I also think that's also though in Europe we don't really have a lot of dark skin mm. skin people, but we do have like Spanish people. Yeah. So I've been called Spanish quite a lot. Yeah. Okay. No one has ever, I think, in my life, no one has ever guessed my heritage correctly. Interesting. I have always, I have actually had to fight. With some really stupid people <laughs> who were foreigners okay. uh, about my race. Cause, Weird. Yeah, there was a guy that was, where was he from? I think he was from Russia. And he actually, it was, the, it was such a weird conversation. He was like, where are you from? I said, oh, I'm Icelandic. Okay, yeah, sure. But where are you from? I was no. like, I'm Icelandic. And he was quite rude, so I didn't feel like entertaining him. And he said, no, you're not. You're from the Philippines. What? <laughs> I was like, yeah, that was my reaction. Yeah. Like, out of all the things, Philippines. Hmm. And I was like, no, I'm pretty sure I'm not. <laughs> Are you calling me a liar? That's what he said. Yeah. Wow. And the audacity point, of some people is the audacity. amazing. I sat there at that point. I was like, this might, this this guy is so weird. I actually did not feel safe. <laughs> wow. Okay. Yeah. Because he, he was like, he was getting aggressive. Like, are you calling me a liar? Because I know a Filipino w- woman when I see one. <laughs> I was like, you obviously don't. <laughs> Why am I telling you? So I was like, that is creepy. Yeah. It was really weird. I was working at a hotel, and I was like, well, not sure what to tell you. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So. <laughs> All right, we'll just move on from that one. <laughs> exactly. It's, a, it's the strangest story. Yeah, absolutely. But not a Icelander. Happy wasn't a Icelander. <laughs> but I think he was just weird. Right? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, there's he had it in his mind, and that's just a control issue. It's definitely. The only other, like, there has once, there was an Icelandic guy, but he's known for being strange. Mm. So, like, fair enough. But he actually spent a lot of time in Colombia. Okay. So I was working at a restaurant at the time. And he was like, you are Colombian. And I said, I am not. <laughs> and then he kept on speaking Spanish to me. I guess they speak Spanish. Yeah, 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 so they do. And he was speaking Spanish. And I was like, I don't understand you. Yes, you do. <laughs> and I was like, wow. I really don't. <laughs> you know? Were you talking in Icelandic? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I was like, I don't know what that means. Yeah. What you do. <laughs> Even if I was Colombian, it's... Fair chance I wouldn't speak Spanish, yeah, though. Duh. I'm speaking Icelandic. That's bizarre. I'm obviously raised here, but yeah. he, as I said, he was kind of weird. Okay. Well, <laughs> I'm not even sure how to respond to that. It's just like this force that people are, are trying to force you into a certain box because I mean, you're a must, race. Yeah, I mean, it must be nice to have this very clear vision of how the world works and everyone else is wrong. But that's the thing. It's not nice because then you're projecting it onto other people and that's not fair right? I think it's awful for everyone else yeah. but it must be nice for you I guess so <laughs> you just wake up and bliss yeah, right? exactly 
<laughs> do you think there are some challenges to growing up as a mixed race child? Like I know for you, you were obviously saying it was mostly smooth sailing, right? Mm-hmm. But if you could maybe impart some wisdom on, on some particular challenges a mixed race child might face growing up here. Mm, yeah, sure. I mean, I do think, especially now with social media, I just feel bad for all children mm. these days. And especially like, yeah, I guess mixed race or like not mixed, just like a different race yeah. from white, which is really obviously very predominant in the media here. I would just hope that people feel comfortable in their own skin quite early on. Mm. And there's this amazing thing going. I'm really hoping this will like become a more of a norm. But a girl who is also mixed, okay. raised in Iceland... And she's darker than I am, and she's got more of a... She looks more like you, actually, like okay. her hair as well. But she was elected to the... Yes. Game. I saw... Yeah. That's yeah. Awesome. She lives right next... Oh, like, nice. She lives so close to me. <laughs> but I'm hoping now that young people hopefully will see a lot of, like, darker-skinned people in the media. I'm hoping to representation. be... Representation. I'm hoping to be representation of that as well. Yeah. I mean, as I said, like, I... Myself and my friend Maria, she is from half... From Thailand. Okay. We were the only people of like color to ever get uh, admitted to and graduate. Well, just admitted to period. Mm. And we also graduated from the National Academy Theater. Like wow. Yeah. So we are the first actual like trained actors who are darker wow. in Iceland, which is I'm quite proud of. Yeah, she is and you should be. That's awesome. Yeah. Um, who are like dark skinned. So I'm hoping that. Like young people who yeah. are maybe looking a lot of, at social media, watching TV or whatever, just know that your like the way you look is absolutely beautiful. Yeah. And I also hope that they embrace their culture because I felt like back in the day the biggest like embarrassment. I mean, I'm obviously raised by an Icelandic woman, mm-hmm. but for kids growing up who have parents who are first. Is it first generation if you move here? Or? Yeah. Yeah, so their parents are first generation Icelanders. And they still hold on to their values from their home country. That obviously causes a lot of friction at home. Yeah. I would just hope that kids growing up would not try to like, deny that. Yeah. Obviously, you know, you kind of like, you can have best of both worlds. Instead of like denying it, choose what works for you. Yeah. And I mean, it's so beautiful to integrate that into a society. You know, society just, they, we can only benefit from it. Yeah, That's the true. only thing that can happen in terms of like food, songs, and just like mentalities. All of that is so great. Yeah. So just like, I would hope, because I remember actually one of my friends, she refused to speak to her mother oh. in like public. She, she was quite embarrassed because people thought it was so amazing listening to her speak. <laughs> yeah. I think they speak Tagalog in, Philipp- in the Philippines. Yeah. And I thought it was like the most beautiful thing. It was amazing. But she was so shy to speak it. I would hope people could be like, kids could be really proud yeah, of being different exactly because people here think it is very interesting yeah people are definitely interested in and it and it's probably that her all that attention is probably what made her so definitely shy about shy it shy about it because yeah. we were no one ever like made fun of her for speaking mm, which is awesome yeah everyone was like oh my god can you please do it can you please do it because everyone here only spoke Icelandic right. for us that's boring yeah, you know exactly. and then she had this really foreign really like so different from our language yeah, it kind of reminds me of uh, friends I had in New York who are African, who mm-hmm. are African, and they were 
teased for being African, right? But now it's like we have Wakanda and everyone wants to be African. That's and it's like, hello. And that is representation. Right, exactly. That's what that is. That's why I'm hoping, like, especially I feel, I think kids from Asian backgrounds do have it a bit harder here in terms of like racial prejudice. Okay. Because of what I talked about, like there was a lot, uh, like a huge group, uh, of them group of them came at the same time and they kind of stuck together so they didn't integrate properly. So their children had to kind of be that bridge between right. two worlds and for kids that's so difficult yeah. because you kind of it's not really fair it's not really fair and it's so hard identity wise like who am I right should actually put you in touch with my friend Maria on this yeah but she is now really growing into and embracing both her cultures and it's so powerful to see and I think Icelandic society is so ready for it nice. I know she's actually setting up her um, final project at our school was about her mother and her like experiences okay. growing up in Thailand and then coming to Iceland and now they actually like got her to do a whole project on it at the National Theater. In nice. Day. Yeah. So I think I think society is definitely interested, like really interested. Yeah. And they want this like fresh blood coming in. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. Okay. So I absolutely like embrace and like just like feed off on all of your parents' culture, mm-hmm. like whatever your background is, because it's gonna help you so much later. Yeah, and also just helps you as an individual to not feel like you're denying a part of yourself exactly it's really Which, difficult to wake up one day and just be like wait who am i right yeah and try to just be icelandic whatever the hell that means good luck with that. right <laughs> honestly good luck with that <laughs> especially when you look so different than what is it you know people are generally expecting exactly um so that's pretty cool i didn't realize that you were you and your friend were the first yeah to get into the acting school. I actually uh, think they were really happy that yeah. we there are another thing. I mean, not seeing Iceland actors of different backgrounds, you wouldn't really think about maybe applying for the school. Right, exactly. Yeah, that's not might, for me. That's, yeah, that's not for me. People for like me else. don't do that. Yeah, that's the thing. So I think these teachers, like I'm not saying we aren't, we I think we do have a little talent, <laughs> but the teachers, I think we're quite happy. We're probably being quite modest yeah. at this point. <laughs> like, I, know, I know maybe a few people had tried and just right. like they didn't have the qualifications and then they were like, finally, yeah. we have people who are different from the others that also have the qualifications. Yeah, so awesome. like they accepted us. Do you feel like there were roles that you thought, yeah, I would love to play this role, but I potentially might not get it because of the way I look. Has that ever been an issue? Yeah, definitely. And then there's also been the other way. Like, mm-hmm. I know I or sh- her or she or him got the role right. because of the way they look. Okay. And I mean, my first role out of school was Othello, like as we discussed earlier. And that's with, uh, was one of the largest, like, uh, troupe. That's the word, right? Yep. Yeah. <laughs> In Iceland. Yeah. And they just switched, like, they made me Desdemona, like, a dark Desdemona, and make Othello kind of like a light-skinned, light Othello, like a white Othello. And they weren't shy about it. They actually, like, they were really excited for it. So, again, like, I feel like at least the artistic community here, which is obviously what you'll see a lot, they are so open for it. Okay, that's awesome. Yeah, I mean, I don't think I got the role just because of, I, I don't think I got the role because of my skin color at all. But it was definitely not in the way. Yeah. Like they, at no point were they like, well, you were, like your audition was great, but you know, we can't be messing up with this right. small thing, yeah. you know? Which some people do get up in arms about, right? So Absolutely. like, there was the... They had to change the whole thing. Like, they had to change the play. <laughs> so there's um the Harry Potter play when they had Hermione being played by a black woman. And people were just like, what? How is this possible? 
possible when in the book, I don't think that... Um, is this possible? She, yeah, exactly. It's Nowhere like, because, in the books. Well, that's, they never describe her skin color. They say actually that her hair is quite like... Frizzy. Frizzy and, and probably yeah. woolly or something like that, right? That kind of gives... Hair. It could be many different ethnicities, really. Mm-hmm. And so there is this aspect that people just get in their mind, you know, and that can happen when you're an actor, actress, whatever. And people are thinking like, for this role, it has to, you know, you were already picturing what the person would look like and then you come along, right? And then, but if they're more open to it, then it it isn't about the actual physical look of the person. If you can get the essence of the role and like play the, you know, whatever emotions are necessary. I mean, I think the only time where we can actually justify casting someone based off on their skin color is when you're creating something based off on their skin color. Right, yeah. 12 Years of State would not have worked. No. <laughs> With a white actor, right? It's super <laughs> difficult to pull that one yeah. off. But <laughs> honest to God, we could have seen them try. Like, there have been, there has been whitewashing where you have been like... Absolutely. How? Michael Jackson, first of all. I mean, there's one. Exactly. This is like... There are plenty. Uh, there are so many. Asian... Ghost in the Shell. Yeah, exactly. Asians are so underrepresented. And then they have like a... They have like Asian stories and maga... And, yeah. It makes no sense. To I me. mean, I, I, I get from, I get it from like a sales viewpoint. Like, mm-hmm. we need to get an actor who's big. We need to sell this. It's not really heard of. I guess I think they totally underestimated the anime society. Right. Yeah. <laughs> but I think that's probably what they were thinking. But at the same time, it's like if you always think that way, mm-hmm. you are not making space for any other amazing actors who are coming into life. Yeah. But speaking of like Asian actors, because we're talking about. Like how you picture someone. I just read an article that they were creating in Korea. They were making a real life adaptation of a anime or manga or something. Okay. And a lot of people were complaining that the lead actor didn't look like the manga. Oh, yeah. You know, you can't win something. <laughs> how the heck am I going to look like an anime character? Yeah. Like, what are, without plastic surgery. Without plastic surgery or like immense Photoshop skills. Yeah. So I guess in a way, I mean, obviously... Race, yes, but then there's also people who just yeah, like, who are just expecting sorry. yeah. Which I mean, maybe for that movie, what they might do is use some makeup, blah blah, whatever. If but they... it was supposed to be real life. Yeah, so the, then... it was a story that they were telling. They were yeah. not trying to recreate Re- the characters. The, yeah. I mean, the characters had like pink hair or whatever, and like that's not real life in general. Yeah, maybe not, not for everybody. Maybe. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so we're gonna end off with the last, but. Best question. Yes. I know you're ready for this. Yes. <laughs> what is your favorite Icelandic word or phrase? Both. Can I say? You can say both. Yeah. Because I. Your, this is your interview, girl. Yeah. All right. <laughs> <laughs> then I have some questions. Too. Okay. <laughs> no. Um, I really like the word word kradak. Say it again. Yeah. <laughs> kradak. Kradak. Yeah. Okay. What? You yeah, said it perfectly. I can. I, I'm good at mimicking. It's Ooh. the thinking in Icelandic yeah. part that's getting me. But okay, and what does that mean? I just I just learned it recently too. Okay. So I even like I'm not 100. I was actually uh, I was gonna Google it before this interview. <laughs> <laughs> but I I when I use it at least, it's um when everything is kind of disorientated and just like up in arms and just like. You go to Black Friday and it's 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 a kravak. Okay. It's just crazy. It's chaos. chaos or whatever. Total chaos. Okay. Yeah, I think that's exactly what it means. Okay. I like it and I think I kind of like it because it just 
It sounds like ice breaking or something. Mm, yeah, that's a good um, <laughs> way of explaining it like that. Yeah. It, it, it's a good way of remembering the word if you try to like, yeah. That's how I remembered it. Like mm. I always thought, I can always see ice breaking thinking it. And then I felt like the meaning should have been completely different. Yeah. <laughs> but I like to use it as much as I can. Nice. Yeah. And it also makes you sound smart because not a lot of people are like, <laughs> <laughs> She's going around saying it. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah. Clara, Clara, Clara. And people are like, yeah, that. Um... That Altis. That Altis. She's a, her Wow. <laughs> Making up words all the time. But I, this is such like, it's a classic. I was trying to find something really like different and something you probably had never heard before. But you probably heard this one. Nathan can the nachter No. But no? say it a little bit yeah. slower for yeah. people okay. who do not speak Icelandic. Nathan can the nachter spinna. And what does that mean? So it means like little would be need okay. teaches a naked woman how to spin. <laughs> okay. I think it's such a good one. Yeah. Because when has that not applied to, like, yeah. to you as a male or a woman? Like if you're in need, you will, if you don't, your life obviously sucks. Because when in need, you will find a way. Yeah, that is true. You yeah. will find a way. This is, I think it's, it's a saying of strength. Mm. like the need will teach a naked woman how to spin like she okay. will not just lie down and freeze to death yeah she will find a way to make her clothes okay i really like that one i think it's like empowering beautiful i like that it's a woman yeah and i have not heard that before I think <laughs> yes it's really cool. okay brilliant and then there were other ones which <laughs> two of them i gotta share because okay. they're so funny in my opinion so one of them is also about women and also quite strong it's saying like han katla na kafta musina. Wait, say that again. It's a little slower. Sorry. Han katla han or hun. Yeah. Katla ekki allt musina. So he's called something something. I don't know. I don't. Yeah. yeah. So he or she does not call everything his or hers grandma. What and the hell is that? What? Isn't that weird? Yes, and you know what it means? It means that you have seen some things and you don't really like, they don't really bother you. It's like, like he was shocked and he does not call everything his grandma. That is what? That's so bizarre. Like, Why are grandmas so scary? I don't know. It's Maybe like, because they're like disciplinarians or sometimes. I don't, I don't that's know. That's really grandmas bizarre. were doing back in the day. Apparently some messed up stuff because my grandma she just feeds me chocolate and like <laughs> she she's so nice but grandma's back in the day like it's like if you like it takes a lot to like shock you or scare you so if something does it's like and this is a person who does not call everything his grandma like, he was so shocked <laughs> another super weird one is yeah i don't know yeah <laughs> that one means i'm gonna show him where david bought his ale and this is, I think this is actually a mystery. <laughs> I tried Googling it once. I don't think anyone knows where it came from, but it means like, I will show, like I will beat him up. <laughs> like I'll show him where David bought his ale. I don't even, it's brilliant. It's yeah, so funny. It makes no crash sense. Crash course in Icelandic <laughs> idioms that yeah. are bizarre. It's <laughs> so weird, but you gotta use these. Like yeah. if you want to be, because I think in my opinion, like the best Thing for a foreigner to do is learn some of these. Yeah. Like throw him up, throw him one of these, throw him up. But I also like trying to picture someone being really upset and saying that. I mean, not laughing, right? Because it's like, what are you talking yeah. about? I do think, I do think people most like nowadays will probably say it as a joke too. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, because it's like 
the grandma thing actually might be someone might be a bit upset or yeah. like surprised it's like they're quite surprised that they were like yeah but the David kifte Erlith like I don't know who is David <laughs> yeah what 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 where was he getting what his ale, ale? Like, yeah and why is it so like why Messed is that up. ale so yeah. crazy yeah. okay well thank you <laughs> so much you're for welcome there's so many more coming yeah. like my but I'm gonna leave some for all maybe we can do a, a follow up if you want where oh you can God. just share <laughs> Icelandic proverbs idioms whatever exactly your boat. we can maybe we'll do a little bit slower so people want to learn it oh like if you're serious, I would definitely. Yeah. I love idioms. So I, I have love um, these. Uh, in some of the other episodes, not in the interviews, mm-hmm. we um, I try to teach Icelandic, an Icelandic word or phrase, right? So this is perfect. We can do a series. Of, so we have kralak today. Yeah, we have kralak. Yeah. Awesome. Exactly. If you use that, someone will definitely be impressed. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Like go use it this weekend. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Like you're going to Kringland on a Thursday. It's like midnight opening, and you'll be like kralak. It was total kralak there. Yeah. Hilarious. <laughs> Right. You'll win. Thank you, Althea. Thank it's a you. Pleasure. Well.